0: Welcome back to Whiskey Ginger. If this is your first time joining me, thank you so much for joining me. I appreciate it. Uh, subscribe, go on the iTunes, give it a good rating, say the good things that uh, we all want to hear, please. Um, if you're returning, welcome back, baby doll. If you want to come see the Red Rocket live, I got all my tour dates at andrewsantino.com. Probably going to be right there um, this weekend. Right now, I'm taking a little time off, a little bit of me time, okay. And the month of February. Uh, I'm going to be hitting up Bakersfield, California. I'll be in Vancouver for JFL Northwest. And then I'm doing Detroit and Atlanta, the 28th and 29th, at the end of the month. So I'm super excited about that. And then March dates, obviously, I've got uh, Chicago up in there. Um, I'm going to be jumping around. So so go to AndersonSantino.com. You can see all the available dates. You can also go to our Patreon is there, where you can get exclusive content, live Q&A stuff with moi. And uh, also all my merch is there, too. We got great... Great shirts, great hats, great all sorts of stuff, dude. Um, So please uh, go to andrewsantino.com for all things that you need to know about where I'm going on the road if I'm going to be close to your city. I'm trying to get to a lot of new places. We just added a ton of fucking dates that we haven't posted yet, so they are coming, I promise. Just chill out. We're going to post everything up there. I will try to get near you because I love you. Okay, I'm trying. Whiskey Ginger is supported by Squarespace. Squarespace is an incredible place to go. If you are looking to create a new website for a small business you have uh, or, or you just want to throw something up for your own artistic creativity that you need an outlet, you can uh, use Squarespace to get all that stuff done. It's um, pretty incredible, man. They have a ton of templates that you can use. So you don't got to be a genius because, like me, I'm a moron. I'm a moron with a computer. I, I like, ticky-tack type away. I'm like, which one is the – where is the escape key? I'm a moron, so I understand if you're not computer uh, literate like me in this fashion, going to Squarespace will help you create a website with tons of templates and make it so easy. It's a new way to buy nom- domains and uh, choose from over 200 extensions. Um, it's incredible, man. The, the the ability to customize your own look and your feel is great. That's what I love is the, the, the usability of Squarespace is what makes it great. You can do everything yourself. Um, make your website stand out if you're trying to sell a product or you just want to throw something up there. For fun, if it's your, for your wedding, you can make a wedding um, website. Uh, or you can make something that's, um, you know, for you and your buds. You know, if you want to make something just for you and your buds, you can do it. But Squarespace is going to get it done because they help out, you know, architects. Everything from graphic designers love it to, you know, musicians love it because you're able to create your site your way using some of the templates they have. Or go, go rogue and just do it yourself. Uh, they're able to facilitate all those things. So go to squarespace.com slash whiskey for a free trial and when you're uh, ready to go use the offer code whiskey and you're going to get yourself 10% off your first purchase of your website and or domain. Uh, It's worth it I promise. The the usability is through the roof. You will love it. Do yourself a favor go to squarespace.com slash whiskey. Use that promo code whiskey when you're ready to rock and roll and throw up a beautiful website. Enjoy the episode.
1: In here we pour whiskey, 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 whiskey. Creature in the ginger beard. Sturdy and ginger. Like this. The ginger gene is a curse. Gingers are beautiful. You owe me five dollars for the whiskey and seventy-five dollars for the horse. Gingers? are oh, hell no. This whiskey is excellent. Ginger. I like gingers.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Whiskey Ginger. My guest today is one of my favorite people on earth. I say that for all my guests, but I mean it once again today. It's Carter Cruz. Carter Cruz! Hi, what's up? Do you I'm... see how I do that so fast? I had yeah. to warm up. It's early in the fucking day and I, I haven't had any whiskey. I was wondering
1: if you were going to say I was your favorite person. You I are. I heard that you said that you lie to everyone. Yeah. I was yeah. like, well, then he better lie to me.
0: You are my favorite person on earth. <laughs> cheers. Cheers. Cheers, cheers. Cheers to you. We're having a little High West whiskey today. It's the middle of the day. That's why I'm a little off on my speech pattern. Usually I'm a little bit quicker, but... We've got it back now. now yeah, we're when good. you said
1: two p.m., I was like, "Oh God." Well, all right, we're drinking whiskey at two o'clock. Yeah, you right. don't
0: have to get you don't have to get blacked out, but it's always good to have a little bit of whiskey. You yeah. Know? In fact, like I like the old days when people would. It was a normal thing, like in my grandfather's era, to have like a little bit of whiskey for lunch. Mm-hmm. And it's but in America people are like oh my god you're having fucking booze you're like this is not a this is not a this is not an uncommon thing for the world no it's just not. here for some reason <laughs> yeah we're weirdos about that shit I, I like
1: to have like you know especially if you go to a restaurant that's nice yeah. get a salad I always have to get a glass of wine and my, my parents would be like I took them to lunch you know I had a glass of wine they're like it's, it's lunchtime, you know? Yeah. Like, well, I'm not gonna continue this all day. It just it's a nice restaurant, and I felt like I should have the gla- glass of wine. You're and supporting enjoy it. the business. Yeah,
0: <laughs> I'm trying to keep them. They're not making money on the fucking food, they're making money on the booze. Right. They know that. Um all right, let's jump back, jump forward. So I do say you're my favorite people on earth because I said that for all my guests, but I mean it, <laughs> but I mean it. Um to give people reference. You are a DJ, an entertainer, um, you dabbled in porn, you dabbled in <sighs> You tell me every, I mean, what haven't you done?
1: Um, I'm, what haven't I done? Uh, I mean, I haven't.
0: But you do, you were like kind of full spectrum at <laughs> a real job. I yeah, fuck that. Fuck real jobs. That's why we're doing this shit.
1: Yeah, exactly. You,
0: so now, but now, t- now you're touring as a full time DJ, mm-hmm. yeah? Like, yes. and then, and do you, do you, have you, are you completely done with porn? Is that out, like out of your system? Is that done?
1: Yeah, it's kind of one of those things. I mean, I, I never, it's this weird thing of the business is once you say you retire, it's like, you know, people like, if you stop shooting people think you're retired and no other business like say you took a break for a while From no one would up. yeah no one would be like oh if you came back a year later no one would be like but an in, in adult it's very weird like if you don't shoot for like two months everyone thinks you're gone I think because there's a lot of turnover in the industry yeah so I never like to say I'm retired because I mean I don't know maybe but it's just not what I'm focusing on right now I have probably haven't shot in like a year but was still uh, nominated for a couple of words this hey, year. Hey. Don't know how because I barely shot last year. That's awesome. <laughs> still got a little shout out. You're like so. fucking
0: Meryl Streep. You could do like one one scene a year and be like nominator, dude. She's that legit. Hey,
1: you know, I actually was called the Meryl Streep of porn. Um, really? Before. Yeah, that's so dope. I it was. Maybe, like, one of the best compliments I've ever been given. Fuck right? yeah. She's, a, she's the
0: goat, like, to be compared to her. Is By the way, I said porn, and you said adult. Is adult the PC term? Is that, like, the new thing people say adult now?
1: I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I guess I just, a lot of times when I'm at, like, at dinner with people, and mm-hmm. I, I just say, like, oh, the adult industry, because it's not quite as uh, jarring to people. Yeah. When you say porn, people start thinking of, like, crazy you know the images that come into their head are so much more like extreme so i feel like sometimes when you just say adult it's like not quite as like harsh you know well
0: because porn seems to have this connotation that's been made up completely by by the same people that watch it right like that has this connotation where it's like this it's this seedy dirty wrong thing and you're like funny because every fucking person that feels that way is the person that watches Oh yeah, that's that's the irony about any of that well there's also like the 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 parallels that, that 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 like you have as a performer um you know, that we have as performers, like our industry, so to speak, our performance, adult industry, whatever it may be, we all have the same feelings of like, I remember the first getting into comedy. I was afraid to tell my parents because I was like, they're going to hear me say fucked up shit. They're going to watch me like perform (laughs) for fucking blackout loser assholes. (laughs) Like, it's just kind of like, there's this weird fear. And then once you get over the fact, cause you're like, everyone does whatever they do that they shine the best at. And it, and I don't really care what anybody thinks anymore. But at the beginning, you used to be a little bit hesitant, right? Were you nervous getting into
1: it? Uh, I think, I don't know. I was I was nervous to tell my parents to a certain extent. Sure. But, you know, I kind of also just put it on the line with them like, hey, this is what I'm doing. I told them before because they're nosy as hell. I knew they'd figure it out. Right. So, kind of hard you know? to hide, <laughs> yeah. right? I'm close to my parents. I love them very much. You know, they've... Always supported me in everything. So, you know, I called them up, said, Hey, I know this sounds crazy because, you know, they thought I was going to go to law school and, you know, all this stuff. And I was, yeah, and that was just, I took a different turn in life. And I was like, You know, I'm, I'm unhappy and I want to live a crazy life. I want to have experiences and this is going to give me the money and the opportunity. And I think I'd be good at it. And my dad's biggest concern, you know, was just like, oh, are you going to get into drugs? I'm like, dad, I'm already into drugs. So I don't think (laughs) (laughs) you're behind the eight ball dummy. And it was actually funny because being in the business actually really because I was working every day at 8 a.m. So you actually never really go out or party. So it was actually probably like when I was shooting consistently, it was probably some of the most, you know, wholesome times in my life outside of what I was doing for work ironic right? as so, fuck you're like
0: yeah. no i just go right to bed after i scene. seen yeah exactly well i think because it's trying right it's such a it's such a like a it's such a trying thing that i think people don't know about like i've spoken to many people that that are adult performers and like they all kind of tell me the same thing which is like all the human sees at home is this little fucking two and a half minute snippet or whatever versus the 12 hour shoot day and all the bullshit that comes along with right. it it's the same thing and you know when i do a tv show same shit people are like oh you know, it, it was like this and this and this, and you're like, "Yeah, motherfucker, we did that 50 times, two different ways. Each time, we had to change it. It got cut, it got edited. So whatever they see is not what really happened, right? So it's like a draining fucking process.
1: when people are, you know, like, oh, you know, get a real job, kind of thing. I'm like, mm, I'm pretty sure I worked just as job. hard as like, yeah, yeah, like I've had like, I mean, like and I've not never had a real like nine to five job. But, you know, I worked as a waitress and like those kinds of things, and like, I mean. Porn was much more work. I was like, I don't think it's like, I think it's pretty much a real job. I mean, the longest I've ever spent on set was 23 hours. No
0: way. I swear to God. Well, is there not a union? Does porn have a union? No, we do not. And See, so you do plot. not get
1: paid. A single cent extra for Whoa. staying that long, yeah. How many is.
0: people get taken advantage of financially because there is no union?
1: Um, I mean, it, it does happen a lot. I feel like that's definitely, it's, it's, I will say it's changing with the industry. It's one reason why I kind of wanted to get out of the industry and like separate myself from it because it's evolving in a way that's good for girls, but just wasn't what I wanted to do where now there's the OnlyFans, there's the Patreons, and so right. girls are making like So much more money off that than they'll ever yeah than they'll ever make off porn. So you'll still shoot because that gives you the name right. But the girls are making so much more money. So you can turn down shoots. You can say I don't want to shoot for that person because I know they're gonna have me there fifteen hours. You know, but you have the financial security to do that. And but for me. That you know, I liked going to set. You know, I I liked the acting part of it. You know, I have no desire to sit at home and you know videotape myself being like sexy on my phone. Like, right. I, feel, I feel ridiculous. That's you a big That's not me at all. That's you huge
0: know? now. Like that's a big thing of right. this, like one on one with fans, all that shit. That's becoming part of the new norm. I think. And to be honest, what you said is true. It's like. Yo, finally, these girls are making the fucking money that they deserve. These websites are making fucking billions of dollars. These companies that are taking, you know, ripping videos, stealing them, reposting them. I mean, really, it's just the porn is just a microcosm of what happens on the internet, where content gets misappropriated, taken, stolen. You know what I mean? Like that's what's so fucking wild to watch. Is like the, for the average person, Pornhub is a the most free, highly used consumption mm-hmm. site, right? Whether or not any of that, any of the people that are getting any of the people that puts content on there are getting paid for it. Doesn't care. They, the consumer doesn't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. So it's crazy that the girls now have a way to be like, fuck that. We're going to put it out. Pay me. Right. Fuck this. Because genuinely, that's what we're doing now. Like for years, comedians, our only platform was doing stand up live, getting on the road, or maybe getting on TV for like the tonight show or fucking Conan. But like now it's like, Oh, this is a new platform. podcast. Yeah. yeah it's it's, it's things, way better. Yeah. So it's and kind see, of the same putting thing. The power
1: back into, yeah. into the performers hands. And that's great. You know, just, doesn't really like appeal to me but yeah it's actually crazy with the whole Pornhub stuff too it's like when I first was in the business uh you know Pornhub was taboo because they were stealing everyone's content and they were putting a lot of people out of business but then they bought up most of the industry so the same company that owns Pornhub owns a lot of the studios now so now they're like everyone's you know but it used to be like you know if you signed at their booth you know people would be like oh like it was like taboo oh, you know was, oh. yeah it was like not like porn. Hub was like hated like when I was first in the industry and now it's like loved you know so it's very interesting because like, they bought it all up so now like wow. <laughs> money dude to love them. Mo- yeah, fucking exactly. money rules everything well that's the same
0: thing as like um I have some friends that are professional skateboarders in the skate industry Nike used to be kind of the butt of the joke like Nike was like get the fuck out of here it was this you know bro bro jockey shit and skating culture was always this kind of especially in the 90s was always like a Anti-authoritative, fuck you, do what we want, punk culture. Right. Well, times change, right? Now Nike's probably one of the leading markets in skateboarding culture. It's just... Back in the day, if you wore Nike, it was like you're a bitch. Like you yeah. got, they got they got shitted on. And I didn't changed, even know Nike changed. was
1: like a skating thing at They're all. They're huge. They're fucking really? huge.
0: Yeah, they have some of the like some of the most reputable skateboarders that are pro right now. That's crazy. I had yeah. no
1: idea. I mean, obviously everyone knows Nike's a huge brand. They're but fucking huge. I didn't know. I didn't know their whole skating side of it.
0: Yeah, I mean, but... there's a kid, There's a young kid named Nike Houston who's probably oh, one yeah, of the best yeah. in the world. He's a, he is a he's probably Nike's golden child. Yeah,
1: I've met him. I know yeah. he he, work, he uh he works with my boyfriend's company. sometimes. Okay, I think they just did like a little capsule collection of like like sunglasses or a watch with him. He's the shit. So yeah, I've met him before. He's pinnacle
0: shit. I mean, he's tip top of the, of the skateboard industry. So like guys like him, Paul Rodriguez is a buddy of mine, P rod, and he's a Nike kid. I mean, there's a million of them. It's just times fucking change, right? Same thing in our business. But that's what's interesting to say that that Pornhub was kind of like the boo boo of the game, and now they're like, whatever, who gives a fuck? Yeah,
1: exactly. I mean, now they, I mean, now they have their award show that like everyone goes to and everything like that, which is I don't know. Um, you I'm check a, it out. I, I'm gonna sh- uh, yeah,
0: check it out. I will check it yeah. out. After. <laughs> I'll check it out. Um, I want to will move. I want to move along to something else, but I do want to deep. Let's debunk some myths. I want okay. you to help me debunk some myths. Okay. Right. So here's some bullshit. There's some bullshit <laughs> myths. You can either say they're true or they're false. Right.
1: Okay.
0: Everyone says this. Every girl in porn is sad.
1: False.
0: False. Every girl in porn is has been abused or s- has a sexual traumatic history. False. False. Every girl in porn has is on drugs or is an alcoholic. False. False. <laughs> uh, every girl on porn doesn't really want to be there. They're there because it's almost like a forced thing. False. False. So, yeah.
1: It's actually crazy. It's, you know, some of, the, like, the most boss-ass bitches I've met have been in the industry and, like, I mean, some girls did have maybe a hard life growing up, but then they've used this to make themselves, you know, now they don't have a hard life anymore and they love it, you know? And then other girls, I mean, think about me, like, I mean, I'm from the suburbs. I was very privileged growing up. You know, I went to, I went to college, I had good grades, you know, and I have a loving family and I had a very sheltered existence, you know, not so much to the point where, you know, I had to rebel, you know, because I wasn't allowed to do anything, you know, but I, I was very, you know, it's, it's always so interesting because I'm like, I'm, the least like stereotypical person that you would imagine in it. But most of my friends that I've met in the business are just like that. They have good relationships with their parents. right? You know, and it's, I don't know. I, I think, Do you think
0: the stereotype grew from something in the beginning of porn and then it just got washed away?
1: I think it grows from just like maybe what things make headlines and stuff. right? You know, like if a girl like ODs, you know, and they're like, oh, porn star ODs, you know, kind of thing. They're it's all like, ODs. Oh, yeah, but it's like there's also like thousands of other girls who are – completely healthy and everything like that exactly well it's
0: not like because your dad didn't give you chocolate you're like i can't have chocolate i'm gonna suck dick on camera that's not like that's not the parallel
1: i think it's like for me and like my dad's such like a feminist like you know he was always like you don't need a man to do anything and he's just never you know it doesn't I don't know he's never like I think like a lot of dads like you know with their little girl they're like oh you know you don't want her to be defiled or something like that sure. and I don't think like my dad really thinks about like women in the sense that they need to be protected and right. he knows that I'm smart capable you're a grown you know? ass woman yeah and he's like if you're happy and you're successful like you know he has no issue with that but so I think that's for me why it, it, I mean one of my friends we always joke about it. it's like we have daddy issues but not like the daddy issues you think about but because we have such like strong male roles role models that oh, like, our standards for men are like very high, right, you know? And right. like, and we also like the way I just, the interesting is we're like, Oh, we have daddy issues. Just not the way you think. You yeah. <laughs> you gotta
0: be a good daddy. Yeah. You gotta be a really good daddy to compete with your shit. Right, yeah. That's, I mean, that's wild because I think that like I, I have, I, I know enough people in the, in the industry that I'm like, God, all these motherfuckers are like the opposite of what this – of what the um, – I guess the all-American idea of what porn is, right? Like middle of the country and not like I'm shitting on them. I'm from there. <laughs> but it's like that kind of world of like the no-no, porn is wrong, porn is bad type of perspective is because they've fabricated all these things about the business, right? right. And like not to make a, a shitty parallel, but truthfully, like we deal with the same thing. Like what I do for a living is a joke to these people.
1: Right? Most people are
0: like <laughs> fucking comedy's a joke. Entertainment is a joke. You know, there's no validity to it. They don't it's a it's an extremely tasking thing. But for them, it's like, nah, you fucking you tell far chokes and they give you money.
1: Right, yeah. They and don't, don't you
0: just make it up on the spot? It's like, yeah, yeah. We don't plan we don't fucking work hours and hours and hours. It doesn't You take got the touring, months months. like you're
1: alone and probably working, especially before so you make it. You yeah. know, I mean, I'm sure it's just like so much I mean, I experienced that as a DJ, you know, just like I don't have a budget to like bring a huge team with me. So hard. I'm flying To And I don't get to go to, you know, yeah, next like this weekend I'm playing in Vegas, I get to do those things. But a lot of times I'm going to bum fuck, you know, middle of nowhere, Fayetteville, Arkansas, you know, and it's just me, you know, so and like that does wear on you and people don't see that side of it. They only see, you know, they see the finished porn or they right. see the final show of you DJing where it's like this crazy party and they don't see all the times in between that right. you're like grinding your ass off or you're just like lonely as fuck in a hotel room. Fuck you know, yeah. And that's real
0: that. ass shit. I've been, lo- I've been lonely so many times in a fucking hotel where I've stared out the window for too long and been like, this is... From 10,000 feet, this is the saddest thing ever. <laughs> if there was a drone just like seeing me half naked staring at a hotel room really sad in Minneapolis, they'd be like, this fucking
1: poor dude. You probably get like, I mean, I'm sure it's the same thing because you get kind of like a high after shows, mm-hmm. right? Like, So when I'm like DJ, it's like you get all this adrenaline, you're having the best time, you know, you're on top of the world yeah. and then you go back to your hotel room and it's two o'clock and it's too you know, awake to go to sleep and then you just are sitting there and alone and that's where your brain's all awake and you start... Thinking all, overthinking the all go. these things, yeah, yeah, and I always get like hotel room sad, like you know, and it's crazy because you'll have these high highs and these very low lows. Right, but
0: well, that's—I mean, that's kind of like what for us, at least, it's the reason that a lot of comics, you know, abuse substances. I mean, truthfully, because we get so high on stage, like I get so ripped on stage in terms of like performance, ripped that right. afterwards you want to have a thousand of those or right. you want to get stoned or you want to take something and you want to go out and get fucked To kind fucked of take up. it
1: back down, Because yeah.
0: something has to give you some sort of like, you want to kind of chase the dragon a little bit, but you're also like, you're already fucked up, you're already high from the performance, so you kind of want to be fucked up for real because <laughs> it, it feels good. It feels so good. It's why so many performers... You know, abuse substances, and it's it's a balance, right? You gotta like balance it out. But like, do you drink when you when you DJ? Do you drink? Yes, you I So
1: actually, it's funny. My first show I ever got paid for, I uh, was probably I don't know five years ago or so in New York City. I was playing. Uh, where did I play? The will.
0: where did you, where did she play? The the, the will
1: starts. They closed down. I don't know Hall. Webster Hall. Yeah. Oh Webster sorry, Hall. I playing, oh shit. Then, sorry. Played at Webster Hall. Had no real business like playing like that size of a venue at this point. How many you people know? is that? <sighs> I don't know. It's. I was gonna yeah, say it's, it was, it's a couple it was grand. A lot, right? Yeah, It's fucking huge. And it was the Electric Zoo like after party oh, kind of right. thing. So I played that, and you know, so I woke up in the morning, went to the festival. I think I like smoked a little bit of a blunt in the morning at brunch, you know. But I didn't drink all day at the festival because I was like, you know, this is a job. I gotta be professional and show up sober and right. all that stuff. So I get there early, and you know all the. The DJs, the resident DJs, they're like, oh, you want to drink while well, I'm sitting in the green room? I'm like, no, no, no. Like, you know, I'm sitting there working like I'm all nervous because I was also not used to the equipment that they had at the club. So I was like, I need to be clear headed. And as soon as I walked on the stage, you know, I got there. I had friends playing after me, but they weren't there yet. So it was really only me in the green room and on stage. And you walk out and there's like a spotlight on me. There's no one on stage with me. And it's like not like a certain clubs. You're very close to the people. And this is like a way stage, away. you know, they're like yeah. way down there. And as soon as I got out there, I just thought, oh fuck, I should have had the fucking shot. Like, you know, I should have taken <laughs> yeah. it. And it was like, I panicked. And I Trust like literally, me. after that show, with my first transition, something like cut out, with the, the music cut out. Oof. And so I'm standing up there like, I mean, it just goes dead silent. and I'm like, oh my god and the sound guy runs out of nowhere and so I'm panicking I'm thinking oh my god I'm an idiot found out later apparently that happens to people all the time it was like not my fault at all but so you know the whole time I'm jumping up and down looks like I'm having a great time but I had actual tears coming down my face because I was like I'm doing terrible like I thought it was like the worst thing ever I was packing up my equipment afterward and I'm I'm texting my manager and I'm like I never want to do this again like (laughs) I'm a failure yeah like oh my god I'm like literally I'm just like crying like you know hiding so no one can see me while I'm putting my laptop and stuff away just like tears coming down and like He was like, everyone's texting me and saying it was great. I was like, oh, like, really? But that's what I learned. Like, And I think it's like the same thing with comedy. It's like when you have people in the crowd, when people are on that level, like, you know, when I'm playing like a college show or something, everyone in the crowd's blacked out. So if you're completely sober, you're not really on their vibe. And as a DJ, since you're going off the crowd, and like if you're nowhere near their level, so I think it's always nice to at least just have a couple drinks. Like, you don't necessarily have to get blacked out, but just so you kind of feel what they're feeling. Otherwise, it's like, you know, I'm kind of thinking like, man I kind of want to like go get food and like go take a nap you know so- <laughs> you're
0: in your own fucking world yeah exactly. it is true you got to be kind of on their level it's, it's like when you walk into a party and everyone's high as shit and they're all laughing about something or having fun and you're not there yet and like you're angry that you're not there but also you're like bummed that you're you're angry that, that like you can't catch up and yeah. you're also <laughs> bummed that like I want to know where they're at like I want to feel where they are because it's annoying you're like I'm, I'm out of the fucking circle I try to stay I have a drink or two on stage either before the show or or during the show just because it helps me kind of maneuver what I'm going through because otherwise I pay too much attention to them and like it just gets too annoying for me to just continue to look at them like (laughs) you know what I mean like I hate fucking looking at fucking some of their fucking faces
1: stupid fucking fucking
0: mouth (laughs) no sometimes they're just like you know people are like kind of they're absorbing it and they all have different ways of their faces are so different the way they absorb things like the way they take jokes and the way they some people like setups more and like it, when you're when you're kind of like l- when you're looking at that, it really gets into your fucking psyche. Yeah. You're like, why does that guy get it more than that fucking guy? And Why does that girl know that the puns? Like, it's really strange. You start to kind of pick it apart. So, like for me, this is this is. I want to know about you too. Like, I stare off into nothing. Like, do you ever make right. eye contact? You stare into nothing.
1: Uh, I mean, I usually, yeah, yeah, usually in the beginning of a yeah. set, I literally do not look. Like, I might look up, but I'm not looking at the crowd. Really, right. I'm like pretending. And a lot of times, even like the first couple songs, I looked you the whole look. You don't even look up. Yeah, I'm, you're like, looking
0: at fucking what? Nothing.
1: Yeah, because yeah, I just like I'm, I'm just like looking at the decks. I'm focusing on what I'm doing until I start to get into the vibe. And then right. I'm like, this, now it's obviously a little different. I've been doing it like for so long, but I know in the beginning, my manager would always be like, "Oh, the first three songs, like he'd always be like sitting there, like all stressed out, because you know, like he's like, because like he's like. I would just be like so on edge and then once you get to the vibe but yeah it is it is weird in the beginning I think to like look at people but then especially if I am drinking and stuff it's nice to like look down there but it does you do get into your head if I see one person like on their phone or something you know, I played a festival last summer and Fucking uh, the worst So it was like mostly rappers on it right and so this is back in my like home state in North Carolina so I have a ton of friends that are there you know and I uh, but they're all older you know they're and so the bar is in the back right so I'm playing in the little pump, I think, and little skies were going after me. And so oh, little pump, the artist. Yeah. Oh, Yeah, okay. and so they have a very young fan base, and this is an all ages festival. So you know, there's a bunch of like 13 year old kids there. They have no idea who I am, as they shouldn't. You know, I mean, <laughs> some
0: of them I know who you are. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> but you know, so it's very weird because none of those kids are drinking too, and I was playing a pretty like heavy like bass set, and it was just like really interesting. So they're all rail riding for little pump you know so like i know i have a bunch of fans and friends there but they're all like way in the back so i can see people way in the back like they're all going crazy but these 13 year olds in the front they don't know who i am they don't listen to the kind of music i'm playing so every time i would look up and i didn't get too drunk because i was like big festival you know so i had a drink or two but that was it and i just got so nervous like i kept looking up and i would just see some 13 year old kid in the front like on their phone and i was like oh my god am i like terrible like you know but then you realize like no it's just this like two rows of people totally and then everyone else is having a good time but i was like i couldn't look at the crowd really like i'd pretend to but i would be like what you said like staring into nothing or you're like yeah it's like you block out like kind of like because i was like i am gonna like literally cry and be like these kids hate me but you know it's like (laughs) you have you have to i look at nothing
0: until i catch a a few good eyes yeah there's something about some people have good eyes like some people have like very warm eyes or very like inviting and if i want to interact i will but for the most part I've always said that. So a lot of people are like, do you did you see us? It's like, no, motherfucker, I don't see unless I target you out and I say yeah, something yeah. to you, like, and I say like, you know, and, I'll, and I'll, it's a leading question for a joke that I'll already have. Like, otherwise, I see almost nobody, which is right. the creepiest thing. And I had to get used to it. The bigger the venues I perform, you really have to like. Joe Rogan takes me out sometimes, and Joe and I will do. He does arenas, and like mm-hmm. when I do arenas with that motherfucker, like I see nobody. No one, yeah. <laughs> you see, fuck. Even the front row is absent. They're there. It's almost like. I could see someone way up there better than I could down here just because up here is almost so clustered in an arena, they just kinda don't they don't feel real. I've noticed you know what that I mean? at
1: comedy shows that I've been to when I've been down the front, I feel like I tend to notice that the you know, the comedian the is like looking kind of past. They never really look down the front, But I'm always like, no, I love being made fun about comedy shows. It's like my favorite thing. I'm always like, pick on me, pick on me. You, you know? love that shit, huh? <laughs> yeah, it's so funny. Most makes, people don't like it, it. It makes it so much more unique. I mean, like I'm already going to enjoy the show. But then when you get personally called out, I had actually, it was funny, like back in college, like uh, an ex-boyfriend from college took him with my parents. We went on like kind of a little double date to a, a comedy show. I forget. Who the comedian was, but she ended up calling us out. And my boyfriend at the time was a real conservative southern boy dad is a southern baptist preacher you know he's Shit. not like you know, he's kind of uptight is he in porn now and, too? Uh, no, <laughs> no, no, <laughs> definitely not yeah bible thumpers and uh, the, la- thumpers yeah, yeah. And, uh <laughs> the girl like she called she called us out and was like oh she's like she's like she's making some sexual jokes and she's like oh sorry if I'm being too sexual but it's not like any of you are here with your mom and I'm like oh I'm here with my mom mm, you know and, she yeah. was like, oh, and she's like oh and she's like oh looks like you guys are you're cool with the fact that your mom sucks your dad's dick and she like looks at my parents she's like and you're cool with the fact that she's obviously." sucking his dick and like my boyfriend was like my even my parents were like laughing you know they they don't drink too much at all and they'd have like two glasses of wine so So they're they're all fucking laughing and and my fucking poor ex is just sitting there like oh my, he left he was like oh my god that was the worst thing that's ever happened to me like she talked about you sucking my dick in front of your parents like they don't care like it's fine they know you think they don't know that's fucking. Yeah, like, a- we're adults, like we like are you know we're drinking every night, like we're twenty one years old or something. They like they know that like we're not like celibate over here. Right. <laughs> Was
0: that the shift for you from when you were like living living back uh, back east in North Carolina and stuff like that when you left? Did you stop dating super conservative guys? Did you ever make that did you like was that like an old thing and you were like I can't these dudes are stiffs?
1: Yeah, I mean, I never really it was weird actually in college. I never, you know, I we were really good friends, me and that guy. I think like we were just close and it kind of turned into us dating, you know. It yeah. was never probably should never dated. We we're just close friends, but yeah, I did I, I never really connected with guys back in North Carolina and I remember just like being like, because I'm so loud. I'd be like the loud girl at the party, like standing on the bar, like being crazy. And, you know, and that was like very intimidating to yeah. guys in the South. And I always be like, oh, my God, I feel like I like can't ever meet any guys I really get. And my friend was like from New York. She's like, dude, like when you get out of North Carolina, like you're going to meet people that you yeah. connect with so much more. So I didn't like really go for conservative guys. It's just like that's who was kind of like around, you know, but. Sure. Obviously. What city was it? Uh, Raleigh, or I mean, I'm from Raleigh, but I went to school at ECU in Greenville. So cool. not a city. It's uh, basically a, a college in the middle of cornfields. So oh, shit. Or so there's tobacco nothing. fields, I guess. More. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. <laughs> tobacco yeah. fields, baby. Guns. Yeah. Guns and tobacco.
1: <laughs> we call it actually, uh, they call it G-Vegas. Because, you know, think about Vegas, it's like the middle of the desert, right? Yeah. And then you just have like this kind of shithole, but that's like crazy. The Mecca, so it's a huge yeah. party school, right? So we call it G-Vegas because it's kind of a similar like nothing around it's a shitty town but like the only thing to do there is like go out and drink so there's like always parties going on so it's like a little a little shitty Vegas so a Shitty like, oh, a yeah. shitty Vegas <laughs> yeah. when
0: you when you do do you ever get uh, like beyond drinking have you ever have you ever got real fucked up when you perform like you ever have you ever been on Molly when you perform
1: I I don't tend to do like any other kind of like drugs when I like because I'm like nervous to like you know but You'll I've like definitely got gotten... the whole
0: show because you're fucking ripped on Molly yeah, I would be I, so bad
1: <laughs> yeah I used to not even. I wouldn't even smoke weed like the day of oh, because wow. when I would smoke weed, it would make me kind of slow and tired, and I just want to play like funk music, sure. you know, kind of thing. So I, I used to. Yeah, it's yeah. hard to say no. It's to. not really my brand. No, so, yes, yeah, it's not your vibe. Like, not your vibe. So yeah, like, I d- I never really do too many. I'll wait till like after if I'm gonna like do something like that. But I have definitely been like extremely blacked out during a handful of shows but usually the adrenaline it, it almost acts like a drug for me where it yeah. feels like you have like an upper or something in your body and so I've had a <laughs> had a show down in, in Tampa and I had driven I had a show the night before and mm. the promoter had to drive me from Tallahassee to Tampa the that's guys, far right it was far and this dude like left his credit card so I had to rent the car to drive us and this dude's driving insane person and I'm like oh my god like he's gonna crash his car and like it's gonna <laughs> on my credit card like you know I'm just panicking right and you're so not I, worried about
0: death you're <laughs> like he's gonna kill my fucking credit Fuck I worked this. really hard for that Okay,
1: right? <laughs> yes. but I get there and I, I didn't have time to shower before the show because it took us so long we left oh. so late I literally went to the hotel dropped off my stuff and went straight to the club and I was still like an hour late you know and they weren't mad at me they understood it was like beyond yeah and um you know and i so i hadn't slept i hadn't eaten and so i'm like i just have to drink because that's the only way i'm going to be able to get through this because i'm just miserable right and uh i just you know taking so many shots during my set fine during my set everything goes great and as soon as i walk out of the booth i'm like it just all hits me and i literally laid down there's like you know a little table next to the booth yeah i just lay down there like on the floor and just pass out and when i'm asleep like Good luck fucking waking me up. (laughs) So I had a bunch of friends there, you know, that had come down for the show. And so they're all like, they're like, yo, you got to like get up. Like the club's closing. Like we got to get you back to your hotel. And I would just refuse. I was like, I'm not. They put me on it. Like a luggage trolley to like take me up to my hotel room because like I oh, walked to get out of the really yeah it's like the, I guess the hotel <laughs> the bell pe- man? yeah, yeah. and I, it was funny because I one of the girls that was with us like she's a she's a porn girl right and so we're going to the hotel and I guess I just found this out the other day someone told me and I guess like the guys like you can't do that like put this girl on a luggage <laughs> cart and take her upstairs and then he's like wait like are you so-and-so? so and so to like the girl that was with me and so that, that like so my other friends like yeah distract him so that we can get her upstairs yeah. so i was like oh this is nice but be nice like, to him be nice to him <laughs> yeah because he was like oh you're like this girl and she was like oh yeah so he like let us like let them do you hang upstairs. out do you
0: still hang out with a lot of por- b- porn stars or no? a
1: handful i have a i have a couple of really good friends that I, like, is the porn business. star
0: the right word by the way
1: I, yeah, I guess. I mean, I feel like the word is definitely thrown around too much. Like, either being like a girl who's like done like four movies, and they're like, "Oh, this is girl's a porn." Yeah, star. what like, would it be? What's? I don't it, what's know about the, the star. It's like a movie star. Like, right. you know, you're not a movie star because you did one indie what's movie. What's the entry
0: level of what is it like? Porn.
1: Porn s- actress. Satellites? Porn, porn starlet. Porn. Porn near star. Porn performer.
0: Porn almost star. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. She's a porn almost. But but a lot, a lot how about my, is there porn shooting stars? Are there girls that like? are still performing that shouldn't be when you're like you died a long time ago <laughs> you're still going. why are you still doing this? well a lot of the girls
1: that like they leave the business you know because like they leave it and then they like need money like years later and so yeah. those are probably the girls who are popping they come back like five years later but their bodies totally changed you know yeah. kind of try to like remake it back i guess that would be a shooting star that's a porn but.
0: shooting star most
1: of my friends though that i've made in the business are kind of like one of my best friends in the business, like she just had a baby um, last year. Another one just got like married. So you know, everyone's kind of like in a. They might still do their OnlyFans stuff and like that, but they're yeah. kind of moved on from the business.
0: Yeah, because well, at some point, that's. I mean, it's interesting. Like when you like you made a very trans, uh, smooth transition, and like I followed you online. Like I think I got to know you online, and and we don't we don't really even know each other except for like this online connected tissue, which I think is so great about the fucking community. Because I thought you were funny and you were dope, and nice. I was like, oh. And no shit, someone retweeted you. God, I want to remember who it was. But someone retweeted you and I was like, oh, this chick is fucking funny. And then I was scrolling through your stuff and I was like, oh, I like your content. You put out really good stuff. And Thanks. and I'm not kidding. <laughs> then I recognized who you were. Right, right. So was kind of weird. I was like, oh, that's so funny. That's that
1: great. Like, that's good to know because that's like the goal. You know? yeah. It's like I'm in no way like ashamed of that. I'm very proud of what I accomplished in the business. Yeah. I like did accomplished every single goal I had for that industry but you know it's I like when people like know me first as like a person yeah and then it's like oh and you also did this that's cool but if you go in just seeing me as like you know this like ex porn star then it kind of like Changes people it, like people, well, it yeah. changes your in, perception it infl- of you. Yeah, it yeah, influences for sure. People's so. But I
0: mean, that's but it's interesting because like that's a thing that happens in our business all the time, right? Like, I, like I'm I'm doing this new TV show with with Little Dickie who was a rapper and now he wants. I love Little Dicky. Look, he's still a, uh, he's still a rapper, okay. but like just like you were saying, like he just doesn't want to only be identified. Like he wants right. to be a comedic actor, right? And I think it's a weird duality of of like he's fucking hilarious yeah he's dope (laughs) yeah he just but he wants to not scrub he wants to rap yeah but like he also wants to be like oh fucking you don't want to be i'm also i also do other things but it's all it's super hard because fans see you kind of one way right like how they receive you like even for me there's certain people that like have seen me on tv do something and that's all they know me as. And right. they'll be like, I didn't even know you did stand-up. Right. And for me, it's like, that's all I care about. Right, right. So it's really weird. It doesn't matter how they find you. And I've said this. As long as they find you and you like the content, I don't fucking care. Right. But it is it is hard, right? Like, Because when I saw you, that's 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 who, how I knew you. And then I was like, oh, shit, that's who that is. Yeah, right. But to be very honest with you, I've been watching... I've been enjoying porn for whatever, you know, 25 years now or whatever. I've never... I'm admitting it. I've never, ever been a dude that's like, I'm going to follow that girl. and yeah. I, I've never like tried to look for the same stuff from somebody. Right,
1: right, right. So
0: like, I know friends that do, and it always blew my mind when someone's like, you don't know so-and-so? I'm like, nope. Well, people you would pass very, me in the street. Anybody yeah. would pass me in the street, I would fucking never know no the No idea.
1: Well, I think people, you know, some people are more picky about their content. So you know, it's like if you find a performer you really like their vibe you're yeah. gonna keep looking at those videos because you know that you like them I get you know but it, yeah. I, for me personally i don't watch porn really and yeah. i like the only stuff i watch is like that like hentai like animated stuff you
0: like that shit i love it do you really yeah because it's so is it where it's blurred out where like the genitals it's, are blurred and sometimes shit?
1: they blur it out it's not all the time i think the reason why i like it is because it's so ins- it's like no real person could ever do that. Like, you know, like they just just like, like
0: monster the, nine foot dicks yes, and all exactly. that. And it's like, it's so
1: ridiculous, but yeah. that's why it's a fantasy, you know? Yeah. And especially like, so I never really wasn't like, I've always been like into erotica and like reading it discovered hentai stuff I like it it's an occasional thing for me but especially once I was in the business you know I mean the first time I ever watched porn was when I was thinking about doing it and I was like well I guess I should like watch some of this to see you know I should check it out (laughs) yeah and I was like oh okay I think I could do that but you know I've never really been like too into like watching it so I don't really get it but I could understand why you're like oh I really like that how this girl like performs it like gets me off so I'm gonna like keep going back to that
0: person yeah I I get it but it's the same way I don't watch comedy I mean, I'm, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I live it every single night of my fucking life. So when someone's like, Do you ever go to the, uh, you know, go to see a show? It's like, No. Yeah. <laughs> I would fucking never. This is my job. Like, and also some of these people are my best friends. So, like, it would be, it, it's it's hard to like want to go see your friend in our work environment because you work with them. Oh, you 100%. Know what I, mean? like I think so a lot of,
1: a lot of like girls that I think are some of the best like, performers and porn yeah. that I think are incredibly attractive and hot. And, like, probably maybe if I was just a regular person be into their content. But I can't watch their porn. I no. know them. Yeah. And even, like, same thing with the guys because, you know, you worked with these guys a million times. And it was really – especially when you're in the business and, like, you don't want to, like, see – cuz when you're doing a scene with someone you're you know pretending that this is like a really connected Hot moment thing, yeah. but when you know that like he says that same thing to every other girl then it like kind of ruins it in the moment for That's you funny. so it's like very weird if you're watching it and it's like I don't know. So I think a lot of girls in the business some girls I know they love porn. Like I have a bunch of friends in porn, they like always tell me, like, oh I love your it's like my some of my close friends, they like watch my shit and it's like so weird to me. Cause I'm That's like wild. I'm like, I think you're amazing, but I would feel so creepy watching your know? yeah. <laughs> like,
0: unless it was really casual, unless you were like eating dinner and Yeah, just, like, right. Yeah, like if you're gonna show a me a scene,
1: like, oh I'm really proud of this kind of thing, but I'm not gonna like sit down and be like, Oh yeah, like <laughs> so turned on dude, by dudes
0: this. when you said dudes have catchphrases, there a dude that stands out that has like a common catchphrase that made you laugh? Like, cause you said that when you <sighs> said it i feel like you heard a guy be like no. dude does dudes have because a... by the way that's my least favorite thing whenever i watch porn because for the most part
1: when the i will talks. dabble in that <laughs>
0: hentai shit or whatever hentai like sometimes but also some of those cartoons are so weird they're like it's just kind of there's like murder and they have like animals and i'm always like what the fuck it's always like too over the top for me <laughs> but like i like porn that's like really simplistic and kind of probably vanilla in yeah. comparison <laughs> you know what i mean like just because i'm like then it's more realistic in my right, fucking right, brain right, right. But when guys are chatty or like talk, even when the girls like talk or talk, when there's when there's so much like fake talking, I'm always like, this is so weird and uncomfortable and phony. And like, it's hard for me to get into it when the dudes talk a ton.
1: Yeah. No. Most,
0: especially if a dude, it's I always think funny that's, when there's I think a, dude that's a lot like of a, guys
1: they don't want, you know, it's like, and that's why they have stuff that's like, you know, POV where you can't even really see the guy. Yeah, but, like, I, but I don't <laughs> mind a good storyline. I'm cool with right. the storyline.
0: I just don't want it when it's like full conversation of you're like what good the storyline
1: is- like are there really that many great story yeah there's some good storylines <laughs> <laughs> i'll
0: watch it at the end just for the storyline i won't i just will I'll, i want to see what happens i want to know <laughs> if stepdad is gonna be able to pay rent i want to find out why is that a thing by the way why is step the, a thing in the, porn the
1: incest stuff i don't know man it's, it's fucking huge it came well, out of nowhere so i have a whole theory about taboo and all that stuff yeah. My theory is that so I think as like humans in society, you know, sex is stigmatized, right? We're like not supposed to. So like usually the first time that you got turned on or you were attracted to someone, it felt like wrong, right? So people develop Mm -hmm. these fetishes like say someone has a teacher fetish. Probably because like the first time they got like a boner, they're sitting in their class and their teacher is wearing a little skirt and they get a boner. You're 12 years old, right? And now you're 40 and you still love watching the teacher porn because that's what like triggers in your head. So I think the same thing happens with, like, the taboo where we are trained to, like, every time you see something that's, like, kind of hot, like, you feel kind of dirty that you feel that way. So I think as a society, we've almost, like, fetishized the taboo of sex, you know, and that you need it to be wrong in order to like it because that's how we've learned to enjoy sex. you know. And And I wonder, you know, as our world becomes more open and people, you know, stop stigmatizing sex as much, I wonder if that will almost lead to, like... Like at first, maybe it will lead to crazier porn. But then I think maybe over time, like, will this lead back to just people wanting to see very vanilla basic stuff? Because you don't feel any shame about it. So you don't need to feel shame when you watch your porn, totally. you know?
0: Well, there's something. Well, that's, it's super interesting. The psychology of it is wild. Like, think about, to me, it's like some of those porn titles of the step stuff, it's just the same movie they made four years ago. They just put a new title on it, right? Mm-hmm. So that tends to be the thing that most, most people are like. You know, obviously it's so see-through that you're like, mm, this is just a porn that they retitled step-parent or, step- or step-brother. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, So what it really is saying is that it's not the physical action that's turning us on or turning us out. It's the idea that it's not okay. That it's that it's wrong. That's exactly. okay. Yeah, that's, that's what it really like, is. People
1: think like when they see that incest is a big, you know, a big, you know, genre. it is a big deal by the by yeah. the way. And, but, yeah, <laughs> like, it's like you know, when people see that and they're like, oh my god, are all these people really into like? I'm like, no. Most people who are watching incest porn, they are not like. Yeah, I'm sure there's a handful of them, but most people aren't like, oh, man, like, I just, like, really want to fuck my stepdaughter, and that's why I'm watching stepdaughter porn. Like, that's not what it is. It's that it's wrong, and it's not that you would actually ever want to engage in incest or or in real life. I mean, think about, like, the hentai stuff. It's, like, for me, it's, like, the stuff that's happening in there, I'm, like, it's – I wouldn't want that to happen to anyone in real life. You know, and, like, that's why I like the cartoon stuff because it's, like, so separate. Like, actually, I I love tentacle, like – You do? I love the tentacle stuff.
0: Dude, I I watch it. I try it for the first time. (laughs) And I couldn't do it. There was like a little Japanese girl <laughs> on a beach, and it was like this monster with like nine arms, and it was just fucking her with all these. I love arms. it. I you just, love that
1: shit? That's so crazy. It's like the only thing I get. Like, I'm just like, I love it. And so it's funny. My boyfriend got me, um, like, it's this he, close he, to
0: bestiality, by the way. It's like five inches away. You're but like, it's that's like not
1: real. So it's like, okay. But, uh, my boyfriend actually had me, uh, he, he got me made this, like, it's like a dildo that is a tentacle. Oh, that's so wild. Yeah. And it's actually really funny because I, uh, I put it on my like Snapchat or something. I was like, you know, I just got this. Like, what should I name it? So we named it Ron Squildo. That's its name. <laughs> and actually, I have a fan so who good. has created like a Twitter for it for Ron um, Squildo. Yes. And, so uh, is it at Ron Squildo? On yeah. Twitter? Yeah, okay. yeah. I, I think I'm <laughs> pretty. Go it, check out might at be Ron, Ron Squildo. Squildo. Like Esquire. Let's get, you know what I'm saying? It's like, <laughs> and he's so funny. And has got like, his law degree. Yeah. It's a really. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he always like says he's like he's like oh, I'm Carter Cruz's like attorney and stuff. Really funny guy. Like I've you know he's been following me for years. Like Word. DM him and stuff like that. But you know, so he tweets at all my friends and stuff. And, and everyone always thinks that it's like me that runs the account oh shit <laughs> I and mean, I'm like no 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 that's like a fan but that's Ron Squildo that's all not my me. friends know him it's so funny they're all like oh cause he like tweets everyone so everyone's like oh like your dildo I'm like this is crazy that like, this typical dildo it's like all my friends know him like they're yeah. always like wait so how's Ron like, <laughs> you, know, like
0: <laughs> you bring him places you're like yeah. Ron's here
1: I know I need to like bring him more places so I can give him like content so he can post on the Twitter 100% I, mean, I was
0: just gonna say that it's actually now it's like if it's become a caricature you almost have to just like feed into it. right? We, like I know you we took some
1: pictures of it, like with some, like next to like whiskey glasses and stuff. So I think like Ron Squildo pic- should be here at Whiskey Ginger yeah. with us. Next time he'll be the guest. I actually thought about it when I was on the way here because I like brought some stuff for my shoot afterward. and I have like clothes yeah. and so I brought another bag and I was like, oh, should I have brought Ron? That would have been a fun Yeah, thing to Ron Squildo would have been yeah, tight. I know, I know. Don't ever question that. That's next the move.
0: <laughs> well, that's funny because uh, that is funny how that stuff like takes over, like not because I. The people at Fleshlight, I I used to know those people because they used to sponsor South South by Southwest. And they made a bunch of like tentacle stuff. And a buddy of mine was like, you won't believe the shit that they have on that website. And he sent me a link and it was like people fucking alien pussies and stuff (laughs) now. That's like the new shit that people like. They don't want to do the old school shit. It's got to be like the most inventive free form fantasy. Because I also think with nerd culture comes nerd fantasy sex Mm -hmm. culture. Which is, I think, wh- that's where that birth from, right. and I think more people like it than than you'd think, right? Yeah. Like, I just, I just don't think it's like publicized as much. I, I
1: don't really get like the, you know, as a novelty, I get yeah. it, you know, but it's not like, I don't really get like. I mean, I guess if you buy like the the pussy that's like the alien pussy that you're gonna, you know, I was, like <laughs> I get if you're doing it as like a joke kind of thing, but I never really understood like someone's like. If they can really like create that fantasy, like you know, you're just like jerking yourself off, but you're like, yeah, it's like an alien, like you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I don't really get how that. I can't works. wait till they really. Like, I don't down. like really use Ron. Like, he sits yeah. in display in our house. You know, it's like it's a novelty item. It's like right. he's maybe been used like Somebody once or does. twice, like for fun. You know, yeah. but it's like you know, it's not like I'm like, oh, I need to bring out my tentacle dildo today. You
0: know, <laughs> <laughs> there's a listener right now who's pissed, who's like just putting down their yeah. tentacle. That's like, you know what, Carter, I was a fan. Hey,
1: I'm not king shaming anyone. Whatever yeah, makes that. you happy, as long as it's sensual and everything like you do you but i just don't get it do
0: whatever you got to do with your (laughs) tentacle fucking well is there is there right there's alien pussy and then there's the tentacle dildos but do they have like um like you know how they have they have the sex dolls now are beyond realistic they're like fucking creepy do they you think they're gonna have like alien sex dolls too probably is that the future i I mean i
1: can only imagine. i feel like the sky is the limit actually someone hit me up recently about like wanting to potentially do something like that I was make like, you a sex doll yeah you know i don't i don't think i could ever get behind it because it just like there's something that creeps me out about it like i have no problem with people like seeing my naked body and everything like that but it just weird to me i don't like the concept of someone being able to buy my body you know like so, uh, like like
0: physically having the, yeah, the, the like tangibleness I'll, of it is strange i went to yeah. some
1: meetings with the company about doing you know it was like a flashlight kind of thing right you know? and i just i couldn't get over it i just like i think i just feel dirty i'm like what about in like 10 years like you know, if I don't want this anymore, but like they have the right to just like keep producing this and yeah, selling true. it to people. And it made me, you know, I mean, it's great money. It's like, the, it's crazy because I was like, oh, I fucking just turned down so much money. Like, so like but I was like, I don't know if this is like, I just creeps me out. Something about just being able to buy your body on the internet. In here, we pour whiskey. Whisk.
0: You remember the good old days when you were just ready to go all the time? Remember when you were a teenager and you were like, dude, I could go six or seven times right now, baby. And now uh, you're in your late 30s and you're like, I just I just don't know. I don't know if I'm going to get the steam engine rolling. I don't know how I'm going to get this thing moving. You know, it takes a lot to get that thing chugging. You got to put a lot of coal down there to get it moving. All right. There is a solution. If you're having a little bit of trouble in the basement, fellas, no worry, no sweat, no stress, no stems, no steeds, no sticks. Don't worry about it. It's not that big of a deal. There's a lot of people that, that face this issue. Millions and millions of men. But I've got the solution for you. Use Blue Chew. Blue Chew is incredible. It's a chewable tablet. Remember Flintstones? Kind of like that. All right? You can take it with or without a full stomach. Um, it is a, a easy, simple way to solve a tough, confusing, embarrassing solution for many people that you shouldn't feel bad about. It's not that big of a deal, and people somehow have shame. Um, blue Chew is uh, just like uh, the color blue. It's the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis. Okay? It's approved. It's all good. It's very safe. You could benefit uh, downstairs a little bit. It's very effective, all right? It's uh, prescribed online by licensed physicians, right? So you're not getting it from the black market. Uh, you don't have to go to a doctor's office. You can do it from the crib, which is really, really nice, man. Um, I think it's 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 cool. The stigma should be gone. Many men need a, a little extra push, okay? Some people need some more horsepower, all right? You know, sometimes, you know, you got a you gotta, you gotta big old machine there, and you need a little bit more torque. You know, chu is going to help you get that torque revved up a little bit so you can get that motor running, baby. Do yourself a favor and go to BlueChew.com and get your first shipment for free when you use my promo code, Whiskey. You know how to spell it. And if you don't, come on, dude. What's going on? You good? Just pay $5 for shipping. So go to BlueChew.com, uh, and that's blue, B-L-U-E, like the color, Chew, C-H-E-W. If you don't know how to spell that, that's your fault, com. BlueChew.com, promo code Whiskey. to try it for free. Just pay five bones for shipping and handling. Totally worth it. Five bucks is worth getting the Red Rocket fueled up. Back to the
1: episode. Ginger. I like gingers.
0: Well, your instinct was right, right? Like, I feel like you're right. When it's, when you're like, IP is really, there's something about intellectual property that people don't talk about. And when someone has the ability to like, continue to make what they want out of you, like fucking, mm-hmm. my, I call my uh, I call my wife the old bag. My fans know that. Yeah, they love it. The old bag. She sent in her DNA to do one of those like twenty three <gasps> and me and all that shit.
1: So she's like,
0: and I told her, I'm like, you know, you're just sending away your blood to a company that has nothing to do with the federal government that could just like own you and just well, make you. Well, they do. And...
1: Isn't aren't there a lot of problems with the twenty three and me stuff now going I on? I mean, a lot
0: of them. So there's ancestry does all that shit. There's there's the the other thing is there's third parties now that are doing um food allergy testing or. Right. Uh, there's all sorts of fucking things you can just submit Microbiome. yourself Microbiome. I know yeah. I thought about
1: doing one of those. Don't do any don't... of that shit.
0: I'm telling that to all my fans. Do not send in your fucking saliva or blood to anybody yeah. but a fucking a, a doctor who has, who has a fucking degree <laughs> that and you know. That
1: HIPAA applies to. Yes, right? that HIPAA <laughs> has
0: fucking laws protecting. Like, I don't understand that. And I told her, I was like, that's such a bad idea, man. And she didn't like, give a fuck. what if you ever
1: want to commit a crime? I mean, now like, we DNA's have, N.A.'s that's what there. I'm saying. <laughs> bitch, we're on the run, bitch. I, so like fingerprint stuff, always like, you know, what? creepy. So, when I got. I finally got TSA pre-check. Right. Yeah. Like, so I did I was, clear.
0: That's yeah. even worse. They got your fucking. They really fingers got and your eyes. Eye yeah, my retina. I
1: didn't do clear yet. I've been. Thinking, but TSA has been working great for me, so I've just been using that one. But I really, you know, it has made my life so much easier, and it was so worth 100. it with traveling so all the time. Better. But when I had, that was the first time I've ever put my fingerprints down for anything. You know, I've never been arrested or anything, and I just it made me real nervous because you know here I'm like I'm not contemplating a life of crime, but you know you always hear about those people. It's like. There's, like, one little fingerprint, but they're not in the system. And then years later, they, like, it bings up on, like, some other... Yeah, Yeah. exactly. i like, (laughs) I just don't like the idea of, like, the government, like, having my fingerprint where they could just, like, know where I was, like, at all times. Like, it's just creepy. Well, it's
0: even creepier. They got it when you were a baby. They fucked you up when you were a baby, man. They got your fingerprints and your footprints when you were a baby. You're so right. Yeah, they fucked you up from the jump. They're so shady. The government's so fucked. That's why, like, with TSA, when somebody's like, why would you give them that? I'm a hypocrite because I called her out, but also. TSA, I'm like, come get me then. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean. Like, I fuck- Also, I have been arrested, unfortunately, for some dumb shit when I was young. So it was kind of like did you do. Uh, just dumb dude shit like fi- fighting. Mm-hmm. I got arrested for. Um, well, it's vi- it, not really arrested, So the
1: fiery ginger. Yeah. Stereotype asshole, is true. young punk kid. I was. Just, <laughs> well, I was just a young punk,
0: fucked up kid. I just wanted to. But also like breaking and entering was one, but it wasn't. It was a <laughs> no, no, no. It was no, 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 <laughs> no, no, no. I just I, I don't robbed e. I robbed it and tied up a whole family. It wasn't that big of a deal. <laughs> no, we broke into some guy's garage. We, we were young teenagers. We mm-hmm. we stole shit. We were fucking punks. Like we that was it was just being punk kids. Right. It wasn't even that big of a deal. But um, we didn't get arrested. We got detained right. for going call in, your
1: parents. Yeah, to kind of going day. into
0: yeah. somebody's private property is all right. it really was. But it was just you know. But yeah, no fighting. In college, I got arrested for that. I got arrested for urinating in public. Twice. I'm such a fucking dipshit. I got caught twice. My buddy (laughs) had a bar, right? They had a bar down by my... I went to Arizona State, which is just a nonsense school. And we knew the guy that had the bar. And I was drinking and smoking a cigarette out back and peeing because the bathroom was full. It was slammed. It was packed. So I just went out back, was pissing and smoking and having a drink. And a cop was like... Yeah, do you want to finish the cigarette and the beer or just one of the two? And I turned and as I'm pissing, I'm like, Oh fuck. Like he's just and he goes, Go ahead, I'll wait. So I he let me finish pissing. <laughs> I got that was in trouble. Nice of him. Yeah, well, because well, he was gonna take me in either way. He was yeah, like, Look, right. "You're gone," you know. But I
1: mean, he could have like, you know, been like, "Oh, I'll put it away now," and then you're like, only got half the pee out. Now you're gonna uncomfortable in the ride. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's actually probably what he's thinking. He's like, if this guy's like drunk, I probably should like not put him in totally. my car if he still has pee in it. Totally. <laughs> I
0: did kind of want to be a smartass and just turn around with my dick out. Like, I, for a second, I was like, should I just turn around and be like, "All right, cuff me with my cock still out." <laughs> just cuz like you know i'm no i know i'm going away but yeah just i got arrested for small stuff as a kid like we just did fucked up dumb yeah. shit never anything big but you're right I, it's they they got me now that they got me they yeah, fucking they, got me
1: i feel like i i never got i've never gotten arrested at all which is never knock on wood nothing crazy and i i i, I think let's i just get have you arrested six... today. Well, <laughs> let's today let's do some
0: dumb shit today, today.
1: I'm ready. I've got a neighbor here I, mean, I don't like. we started like. drinking at 2 p.m., so, you yeah. know, anything's You want to go B&E <laughs> with me on my neighbor that I don't like?
0: Let's go fuck this dude up. He's so annoying.
1: I've never, like, yeah, I, I, I have kind of, like, a sixth sense about these things. Like, uh, whenever, especially in college, like, you know, I mean, I had a fake ID. I'm out every night drinking, and I but, just always. But,
0: you're a good-looking girl. By side note, like. If you were ugly, you're not getting into anything. Let's be real. Like like dudes don't get into shit and ugly girls don't get into shit when they're under 21. I at
1: my, in my college, it was like pretty much they didn't give a shit. Like, you, I mean, everyone had faith. Well, because and it's a small
0: town, right? Yeah. yeah. And I mean,
1: like, I mean, they just want as many people in there as possible. And sure. as long as you have an ID, then they can, it's plausible den- deniability to them where they're like, like, my ID was real. You know, it was someone else's. The girl right. looked like me. I mean, how, do would, they, how, how would they know? Right. Yeah, exactly. So, like, they really didn't give you, like, a hard time about it because, like, they're not going to get in trouble as long as you have something. But I just, so many times, like, drinking tickets were, everyone I went to college with had, like, so many drinking tickets. And what
0: are they, What was that? What like, how, like we, I don't know anyone that ever got one of those. Dude, what was they, it, what would that be? How much?
1: It's, like, uh, it's, it's, like, it's, like, 500 bucks versus basically this, if, it was a crazy scam that i think was going on in my college right so basically like there's like not it's a poor town there's like nothing there except for the university a lot of kids from out of state mm-hmm. so their parents are paying, already paying good course. money tons of money so i think basically they would focus so much on like you know giving people alcohol tickets and then you basically you go get a lawyer you pay the lawyer then they're like you know what? just pay a 500 fine and then we'll take it off your record no people's parents pay it so course they were just raking in money like that it was like a money making scheme it was really fucked up and uh but I just always knew I would always just be like I should leave and I would leave and then all my friends would get drinking tickets. What? Like yeah, I just it was You had great. the foresight. So I worked downtown at this bar in college and like I mean I would be I was under twenty one and I would go to work just blacked out. You know, I was I was a beer girl and it was great. I would just dance on the bar when I would make so much fucking money, like you know, and I was just like in tips and shit, like dancing on the bar, like just getting people to like come over and like buy beer, like even if the bar had, didn't have a good night, like I had a good night. Yeah, like, you're yeah. like we made a
0: thousand bucks. You're like I made five grand.
1: <laughs> yeah, so it was it was good. But uh, so this guy who was like in charge of like all the alcohol cops, right? You know, like everyone was like scared of him, you know. And uh, he, me, and my best friend both worked there. She was a year younger than me, but I was about two weeks away from my twenty first birthday, right. And he came into my work and, like, I wasn't working that night and he, like, pulled my boss aside and was like, hey, like, I know, like, these two girls that work for you are not 21 and I know that they're, like, always drinking here and they're, like, partying. Mm. We were very well known, like, you know, in the bar scene, right? So he's like, I know about them and, like, you tell them, like, I'm... I'm I'm watching for them, right? Like he like wanted to give us oh, Yeah,
0: he was he was begging to catch it. Yeah, you.
1: so I'm like he tell my boss tells me this and I'm like oh my god, I'm 2 weeks away from being 21. I cannot risk this. Right. So I'm like, you know what? I'm just not going to go out to my 21st birthday. That lasted about three days. I was just gonna say I stopped taking out my fake ID because I knew that was like a bigger charge. I'd rather get an underage drinking ticket than a fake ID ticket. Oh shit, that's right. So I wouldn't. So I I would have two X's on my hands, double fisting beers, <laughs> and I never saw the guy. Right? I mean, right. it was just pure luck. And then on my twenty first birthday, I was out and uh, saw the, I saw the dude, and yeah. I'm just like, "Hey, <laughs> hey!" Like dancing on the bar, you know, just being crazy. And he just like. Shook his head like he knew. I was like crazy. I just avoided that. But you
0: shady little bitch, I got away with. You just had good foresight with cops. That's some people have that. My my buddy Colin in college, we called him Hawkeye Bad Thumbs. That's what we said. That was like his Native American name because he had unbelievable vision. Also terrible thumbs for some reason. That was just a part of it. But like he had, we called him Hawkeye because this motherfucker. I'm not kidding. We'd be smoking a joint. You know, like, out somewhere, and um, in Phoenix back then, it was still a big fucking deal. Like, weed, you'd go to fucking jail for. Like, I knew dudes that went to fucking um, day jail, you know, where they put you out in tents in the desert. Do you you ever know about this? you ever hear about this? There was this piece of shit guy, yeah, this piece of shit sheriff named Joe Joe Arpaio. (laughs) What the fuck? Yo, this is crazy. So, he would put, if you got a DUI, if you got caught with pot, whatever you you would go have to sleep in the desert in a tent during the middle of the fucking day, and he would make all the guys wear pink jumpsuits as like a degrading thing, whatever, hardcore. Yeah, dude. And he got voted in a fuckload. This dude was in Phoenix for a long time.
1: That's wild. I yeah, can't believe, Sheriff like, Joe I like Arpaio. They, they need like a 60 Minutes on that or something. They did. I'm <laughs> sure they did.
0: That dude was a piece of shit, but but he got supported from a lot of the hardcore conservative community. was like, Great. yeah, teach him a lesson. You know, yeah. like the biggest beef that we had was like um, in Arizona State, Tempe is, a vi- is like a... Big town, it's like a small town, big town because of the college. Yeah, but people would complain all the time because it was all house parties, right? No one had apartments; weren't really a thing back then. Like you lived in a house with five dudes or whatever, you know. Right, and people would call the cops f- constantly, and it was always like, "Bro, this is a college town.
1: Yeah, why do you, why do you live here? here? This yeah. school's
0: been here for a hundred fucking <laughs> years. It didn't just pop up. So we would always get in trouble. But my boy Colin, we would be smoking a joint. And I swear to God, we would all be on the same level of fucked upness... And he'd be like, there's a cop like a mile down the road. And we'd be like, what? <laughs> like, none of them would be like, no way. Yeah. Dude, he could call it out. We'd be like, no way. And he would know when to bolt. He had that kind of like spidey sense yeah. for cops. You had yeah, that yeah, shit, huh?
1: Yeah, no, it's, it, it's, it served me well. I like, crossed my fingers. but I mean, I guess at this point, you know, I'm 20 They're here right you know, now, by yeah. the way.
0: I mean, you guys are fucked.
1: I know. I've always just, and every time like something has happened with the cops, I've just happened to be sober, which is crazy because it's like rare, you know, or like right. at least not going to blow anything. I was Came back to Raleigh for a. I was down in college. We drove two hours to come back to Zed's Dead show, I think, you know, like rave kind right. of thing. Hardcore. So it was a rave. bunch of kids I didn't really know. They were kind of like my rave friends. So, like, I didn't hang out with them day to day. And um, they all had, like, we were smoking weed on the way to the show and stuff. But, like, I hadn't had anything to drink, but I had an ecstasy pill. Aye. I had it in my hand. I was going to take it when we got to the show. But so we, as soon as we pull into this parking lot across the street from the venue, there's just six cops sitting oh, there shit. and our windows are open and weed smoke's coming out. So they immediately like, we're like, fuck. So the girls that are in the back, like this girl, I didn't know they had shrooms. She tosses me back and she's like, hide this. I'm like, bitch, I didn't know you had this. I say, bitch, I'm still friends with her. I love her. To <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck? So I just shoved it in like the seat pocket in front of me. But I was like. Bro, like those aren't mine I didn't even know they were in the car like I'm not getting in trouble for this Mm -hmm. you know so of course they have us all get out of the car you know the kid who's driving he wasn't drinking but he was smoking weed so you know everyone's like they he gets in trouble they find the shrooms they search the whole car my friend has to she gets arrested and so I'm basically the only person who didn't have didn't blow something and didn't have like any drugs on me right because as soon as the cops as soon as they saw them I put that pill underneath my tongue right So I'm not trying to swallow it because I don't know how this night's going to go, right? (laughs) So I'm just holding it and they're having us all sit on the sidewalk, you know, and they're one by one kind of pulling us up and everyone else is getting in trouble and, like, so I was, like, the one that wasn't in trouble. So I think they, like, they're like, oh, let's put the squeeze on this. Like, everyone else is like tatted up, looks, and I'm like this little, like, blonde yeah. chick, like, this a little, little sorority girl. We're gonna girl, fuck like, up this, okay? Yeah, they're clean like, girl. oh, she's scared. So, like, and I saw them, like, check someone's mouth. So, as soon as they pulled me up to question me, I was like, fuck it. I just, like, swallowed the pill, right? So, swallowed the pill. They questioned me. They're like, hey, just got, you got to tell us whose drugs these are. And I'm like, dude, I, like, swear to God, I had no idea they were in the car. Like, I, you know, I had no idea. So, they, you know, there's nothing they can do. So, no. they arrest my friend, and then we got to go fucking bail her out and like so we got to go bail her out and we're in the police station it starts raining we got to go to the bail bondsman right Ugh, i've never done anything like it's this. such a nightmare it's such a nightmare and then we get to the police station and the fucking ecstasy starts kicking in <laughs> and i'm just Shit. walking in circles around the precinct just like just walking, walking like. <laughs> I was like, "Can I touch but, your
0: nightstick? Can yeah. I just grab stuff? Can I just start touching everything in here?"
1: But I was like, "It was fine. I didn't get any trouble. But it was definitely not a fun night." It's regardless. hard to
0: be around authorities when you're rolling really hard or you're fucked up, and you're like, "God, I'm just trying to be normal." But you know, you're not being normal.
1: <laughs> yeah, you know? you know. Well, my pupils, too. It's like been a joke since I was like a kid. Like even when I was like, you know, 12. full moons. Yeah, yeah. huge Oh pupils. man, that's so fun. And so everyone would always be like, "Oh, like you do tons of drugs." Like even when I was like, you know, never done anything like that. So I know. That if I do do anything, it's like my eyes are like black. You yeah, know?
0: I've seen people like that. Like, I have friends where I'm like, Oh shit, dude, your eyes used to be blue. You know what I mean? <laughs> they're fucking, they're these huge Mad- full man, moons. It's yeah. always funny because for me, like, when I get high, like when I smoke weed. I don't get red eye. You know, right. like most people got red eye and I never got it when I was I, a kid. I, I
1: don't get that either. So when I would go
0: home and try to sneak back home, it was never like a, my mom's going to catch me by like looking at me. Right. For me, my mom was keen because she fucking knew what she, she dabbled. She so she would was, be like, you're acting funny. And I'm like, not acting funny. And she's like, yeah, you are. Like, <laughs> she, You know what I mean? She always knew. It was never like the look. But I, I've told the story before. Like I came home ripped on mushrooms one time. And my God, dude, I can't believe my mother didn't know. Because I, I, we had just gone to a concert, and I had gone deaf. You know what I mean? You know when you got the, the yeah, ringing? Well, and I really was. Shit, I couldn't yeah. hear shit. You know. And we got home, and I was still ripped on mushrooms. And my mom was like, "What's your deal?" And I was in the, I was in like by the garage, by the front of the garage, just like taking off my shoes. I was like, oh, "I'm not trying to track dirt in here." I was at the concert. I, I can't hear like my, yeah. la-, you know. And she's like, "Track dirt in here?" It's like, "What are you talking <laughs> about?" I was trying to think of a million ways to like. It's like the first time I ever did mushrooms. That's why I I was leaving my buddy's house, and I said to my buddy's mom, "I go oh, garbage smells," and she was like, "What?" <laughs> I was, I thought I was like. That, okay, say something about the atmosphere that makes it seem normal. It was just, when you're fuck, <laughs> When you're real fucked up, y- you know you said the wrong thing. Do you know what I mean? You're oh, like, no, I know. I did it, I, Whatever it was, I fucked up. So I was like, might as well just when I get, if I'm too fucked up around people, you know, like now, if I'm too drunk or if I'm a little too high, I just don't say a word. Yeah, keep your mouth yeah, shut. It's just it's, don't say shit.
1: I, in high school, I just like came home to my, my parents were watching a movie and I had like, you know, smoked weed. It was, you know, during high school, we to a football game. And we had been smoking and drinking since, like, 5 p.m., you know? Aye, and this is, I'm Artie. 16 years old, so Artie. obviously I know I, this was back when I would, like, pretty much throw up every time I drank. because like You handle. would
0: every single time? Oh, um,
1: I was a mess Would you school. make yourself throw up? You know, no, some people do that I just, shit. Do, no. just I, I get sick really, like, I'm not a person, like, I'll never, like, I don't usually, like, black out. Like, I usually, like, I'll be sick and pass out before, like, I can do anything too stupid, which That's is kind of good. Yeah. But before I knew how to handle myself, I would just get sick all the time. I have, like, a really, like, My stomach just gets sick really easily. Got a sensitive tummy. (laughs) Very sensitive. (laughs) So I get home and, you know, I think it's like 2 a.m., right? But it's like 11. So my parents are still awake. They're watching a movie on the couch and I had to walk our front door. Like they're right there. And I mean, I had thrown up in the car like on the way home. Like, you know, I was already like i had been laying on the deck like I was, like, having an out-of-body experience. Like, I was, like, floating above myself, like, watching myself on the ground, and people were like, are you okay? And I was, like, really messed up because he smoked with me, but I had that cross buzz going Oh, on. the cross buzz, So I walk dude. into my house, my parents are there. I'm, like, sh- I'm surprised as fuck to see them, right? I'm drunk as fuck. I'm, like, our stairs, go upstairs are right there. So I walk in, I'm, like, I have puke on me and shit. My parents are, like, oh, like, <laughs> hey, like, how was your night? Like, and I'm, like, Oh, like uh, this this drunk girl like threw up all over me, so I think I'm just gonna go take a shower and like go to bed. You <laughs> <He dropped. laughs> threw right in the floor in front of both of them, and they were like, my dad had to like carry me upstairs. And I woke up at like 5 a.m. and I was like, oh my god, I like crawled in my parents' bed. I was like, I'm so sorry. They're like, it's okay. I just like don't do it See, again. See, of course it's okay because
0: you're a girl, right? <laughs> Boys, we get the fight. That's it. That's it. That's the end of my life. You know what I mean? That's like, if a dude, it's like you son of a bitch, you fucking asshole. We trusted you one you know that's what happens fucking dudes get the like my little sister could probably get away with fucking murder but it's like we. I just it's just it's just dudes are gonna get the brunt of it because they know we were up to no good and the difference is with a girl sometimes at least from a parent's perspective they're like she had a little bit too much fun with a boy they're like I bet you he was he was being bad on purpose like I bet he did dumb shit because he knew we could get away with it and then we (laughs) caught him yeah I, I had so many of those instances where I tried to sneak around my parents but it's so funny as you grow older, right? Like, uh, you know, I'm 36 and like now you look back and you're like, oh, they they did all the same fucked up shit we did. It's just, you know, they had to be the the the, the, the waving finger with all that yeah. stuff. But, but it, that's like going back to what you talked about, like with your dad and stuff talking about you getting into fucking porn. It's like, just want you to be safe and be happy and feel good because our parents did fucked up shit too whether or not we'll admit it or they'll admit it. It's like everybody gets too fucked up. Everyone d- 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 makes life choices that, that is what they think they want at the time, whether it's it's something they really want or something they're just doing for now. And it's like, that's why parents, I think, the, the lesson for me of that is like, I got to be careful what I do when I have little kids because I fucked up. A, like I did a lot of different shit that some of it I'm happy with, some of it I'm not. But like, you know, you... You have to fucking swing the bat. It's, it's, it's cool to have supportive parents. You know yeah. what I mean? Like my, my parents were like, "Go do it, have fun." Never did anything
1: crazy. Never. Hard. My dad, I think, has been drunk once when he was like six. He got into really? his really. Like, my dad's out. drunk
0: right now. <laughs> I guarantee it. I guarantee he's fucked up. Sorry. No, you're Excuse good.
1: Me. Um I didn't want to like cough right into the mic it's like gross. Yeah. <laughs> um, Thank you. <laughs> um blow everyone's ears out. Oops. But um yeah, my uh, I yeah, my dad like when he was like 6 years old like got into his like mom's like alcohol cabinet like didn't know what he was drinking, you oh, know. Shit. Got like obliterated. Like you know, of course, and like that was like the one time I think my mom got drunk once in like college on like t- they're like not big drinkers. So they like my parents were. They don't
0: fuck up at all. Huh? They like
1: met each other in high school. Like they're yeah. into some
0: weird shit. Then whatever you just yeah. don't know. They, yeah, right. They, they knock like, each like, other they, out when they have right? sex. They just, your dad's <laughs> just fucking choking your mom out. Beating I each think other. they have.
1: A, I mean, they've been together for a long time, and they're very like loving towards each other. I'm pretty sure they have a fire sex life. So. You
0: think so? Huh? Yeah. That's always the, my biggest worry we when don't I don't talk older. about
1: it. But you know, you don't talk fair. about <laughs> it when you're fucking fair.
0: I'm I'm worried about that myself. I always think about that. Is like I wonder what it's gonna be like for older couples because they always say like as you grow with someone you know, your sec- the sexuality itself changes. So your sexual nature changes. So s- having sex with your significant other might not be physical penetration. It could be just like rubbing each other on the couch watching a movie. You know what I mean? Like sex changes over time. Oh, definitely. So I always wonder about that, what that's going to be like for the future of sex between couples, of, of, of me specifically. Like, I'm curious because I'm always like, man, I wonder if my fucking parents even have sex anymore or if it's even a thing or... But then I think – you can
1: still have intimacy and and that gratification without – Totally. Necessarily – Well, I I, I was actually just having this conversation with my girlfriends the other night because talking about, like, how sex for me has changed a lot. I think, like, you know, back when I was in high school and college, it was so much of uh, an adrenaline rush. It was all about you wanted to try things. And it was two reasons you're having sex. One, because it's an ego boost, right? Like – You're like, oh. Somebody wants to fuck me. Right, exactly. And you're like, it makes you feel good. It makes you feel sexy and like loved and everything like that. And then two was like, you know, that adrenaline rush of like, it's something new and exciting. And then now, especially it's like after having done porn and stuff, for me now, sex is so much more about the intimacy and like getting off, you know, like I don't. You know, yeah, every once in a while you might want to do, like, some crazy stuff because it's, like, fun. But, sure. you know, now it's, like, okay, like, I just want to get off and, like, I want to, like, spend time with this person. Right. Not so much of, like, I need this, like, crazy experience, you know. Yeah. And it's it's – they're both good. You know, there's nothing wrong with either one of them. But I've noticed – and it, but when I first started switching to that kind of concept of it, it was – I was like, am I – am I becoming lame? Like, you know, I'm like, you know, I'm like, here. do I'm we so need so to like, get something physical going yeah, here? I'm like, like, and I'm like, no, I think I just like, but I see sex differently now. Now it's like more about, you know, the pleasure and the intimacy and less about that. The like, wild, yeah, whatever, right. whatever
0: the perception of like the public that thinks that you're supposed to do the weirdest shit, the most positions. I think, yeah, yeah I think that's publicly induced. That's it's socially of, induced. It's a
1: lot of work. I mean, you know, like, yeah, it's a nightmare. You know, sometimes <laughs> like, you know, think about like shower sex or something. Like I'll tell my boyfriend, like, Hate like oh, I want to, you want to come in the shower with me? And he's like, I mean, we could, or do you just want to shower? And then I'll shower and then we'll just like fuck in the bed. I'm like... Yeah, you're right. Like yeah. it's actually better. Yeah. Like way like, better. We could do it in the shower, but I think I'd enjoy it more in the bed. To be honest, way <laughs> more.
0: It's such a nightmare in the shower. I talking about that. Shower
1: sex is so fucking.
0: Why am I doing That's where I go to get clean to relax. Like I, if I want to focus on fucking, I don't want to think about like the water and slipping and position. It's like
1: when you said your wife's always cold, right? So like I think this like, bitch is always. If,
0: this bitch is always cold. And when
1: you're out of, the, when you're in the shower and you're wet, and then you get like pushed out of the water, I'm like, freezing. no, no, I need to be in the water. yeah, yeah,
0: <laughs> freezing. <laughs> and it makes it a nightmare. Shower sex is not fun. I don't know why people think it's fun. It's not fucking as fun as you think it's going to. In your mind. Look, outdoor shower sex on like an island somewhere, dope as fun. Right, right. Different it's, story. Right. Different it's a story. story. It's... But in your house where you usually shower, you're like, this is not that yeah. fun. <laughs> Hotel shower sex, like all that stuff is if right. you're out of your element, it's fun. But, but regular own house. No, yeah. it's
1: fucking stupid. She lost my virginity in the shower. You did? I did. Fuck.
0: That how old were you? Sixteen yeah of 15 yeah, yeah. or no 16 i was 16 as
1: Wait, well I, I was listening to whatever your podcast this morning i think you said that you had sex twice and then you didn't have sex again until you're 32
0: didn't have sex till, till yesterday no yeah. i'm kidding I'm, I'm fucking around i'm was kidding it, no no that, no like yeah, real? no okay. no you're no no like, no i was fucking around okay no, then I, had, I was like
1: was he, he being serious i wanted to ask you about it i was like no, i had to ask him that today when i no, got there I had, I had i lost my
0: virginity at 16 and the condom broke Right, nightmare total fucking nightmare but yeah, no, we, we we kept trying. We tried of, We tried all sorts of high school stuff. I was
1: like, damn, that's like really like stuck with you.
0: <laughs> no, it didn't fuck you up that much. No, but um, but 16. 16 was shower for you? That was the first time? That's fucking yeah, wild. Yeah, I was
1: like, I, I ended up dating the guy. Did you for, hate like, it? No, I mean, like I was so ready to have sex. I feel like I was always a very sexual person, but right. I didn't want to just, you know, you're in high school. Most of the guys, I wasn't interested in them. I didn't want to have just like, dumb sex with some guy that then i'm gonna have to go to class with and i don't even like mm-hmm. him i wanted it it didn't need to be like the love of my life but i wanted it to be with someone that i did care about and sure. that it was like a safe environment so as soon as i like met like it was like the first guy that we dated for four years like through high school and into college and you know, I was just, like, immediately. And it was funny because he like, was another guy who was real nice southern boy. Yuppie. And, you know, we've been dating, like, you know, a month. And I'm like, hey, like, just letting you know I'm, like, ready to have sex. Because I'd been ready for a while just waiting for the person that I was going to do it with. And it, like, freaked him out because, you know, he was like, oh, you know, he was trying to be, like, the good guy. you know. Really? And I, I was the one, like, oh, like, let's do it. Pump you know? me, yeah. you fucking idiot. <laughs> Hurry up, you dummy. What are you waiting yeah. for? But it was very – I was, like, very excited. And, like, you know, I was – you know, so it, it wasn't – I was ready to yeah you were that. ready so yeah it well, was good
0: let, let me ask you this this is and, I, and I'll uh we don't have to talk about it but I'm <laughs> the interesting thing to me about porn is every time I see it I always think um I wonder if either of them are hating every second of this like do you ever have moments where you're like where you were shooting and you're like I fucking I don't want this is I'm miserable I don't want to be
1: here 100% and I think that there's it's I think a lot of times mostly it would be with girls because uh Anytime you did a girl scene. Well, not any. I mean, just like the guys, you tend to work with the same guys over and over again, right? right? You know them. They're your friends. I know their families. It's very comfortable, you know? With girls, you're going to be shooting, especially once I was kind of out of the business a little bit, but I was still shooting girl, girl for a while. Right. And um, it was just very, you know, a lot of these girls, they're new, so they want to shoot them, but these girls don't actually like girls. And, like, I mean, I've had days where, like, you know, I felt so uncomfortable because I can just tell that the girl does not want to be there at all. You know, and so I so it's feel, uncomfortable
0: because you. But are you, are you comfortable with them? Yeah, you I'm comfortable. You know, they're not.
1: Yeah, and yeah. I've like it's been like real weird. Like I worked with this girl; she like did not make a sound for like. Oh, it, it was just, and I'm horrified because I'm just like I felt like I should be like like I kept asking her like Are you okay? Like it's like you know, is this you sound good? like a guy. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You really do have to be like that, and it really like so th- it does happen. But I would say it's generally with like. A girl who's new in the business and right. she's like probably doesn't actually like girls and it's like very out of her element and you can feel her uncomfortability, but you like have to do the scene, you know? And that's so it does happen, but I wouldn't say, you know, it's a small percentage of the yeah.
0: time. Yeah, never you know? with a dude that you're like, oh, you ever like roll your eyes or you're like, oh my There's God. There's some people hurry that up. I
1: didn't like and then I would never work with them again, you right. know? So you might have a scene like, oh, this person's fucking annoying because their
0: energy is bullshit. Is that yeah, what it is? Yeah,
1: or they just sometimes, I mean, I'm very like, especially once you've been, I think you start to be a little bit more like, you can't do this to me. Like, you know, like guys will get like a little bit too like aggressive kind of thing. And in the beginning, like l- new girls will let guys get away with anything. I was just going to say,
0: probably and, like whatever, this is yeah, what
1: because you don't know what's going on. And then now you're like, no, I don't like that. Like, don't fucking do that. You know, I'm like, I'll fucking, you know, do you so, lay
0: out the rules beforehand?
1: Yeah, usually. Yeah. yeah. Especially when you work for someone like kink, they do like BDSM stuff. Like that's always like, you have a whole paperwork you go through with like, what you're willing to do. They have all the guys read over it, sign it. You have a whole discussion with the director and they're constantly checking in with you. You know, with vanilla scenes less because you're kind of just doing the same stuff. But when you're doing anything outside the norm, they tend to really like be asking you like, are you good? Is this okay? Constantly. You know, it's actually, so sometimes it's funny like the crazier porn scenes are sometimes some of the more comfortable, enjoyable ones because they are so worried about your well-being it's regulated right and they don't want you to go out of there and be like i did something i didn't want to do so they're like constantly checking in with you and like it's okay if you want to stop right you know and so it's actually like and sometimes the like more vanilla stuff those are the directors that they do the same thing every day and they have less empathy for you so if you're in pain or something like that they're like kind of more dicks about it so when you see the crazy stuff where the girl's tied up and being whipped the girl's probably getting treated better <laughs> than like... Oh, that's, that's incredible. Yeah, it's really interesting. That's fucking... Yeah. I would love
0: to see one of those porn checklists. If you could ever get your hands on one of those, send those yeah. out Because <laughs> <me>. I, <laughs> I want to see like the checklist of what you're chill and with. and you can change it to... It's like candle on your tits, candle on your puss. Like I want to see like the check down of what's, what you're cool with and not cool with.
1: When and you can change it to based on the day. Like maybe sometimes you're tired and so you're not in the mood to like push yourself and you're like, you know, like like for me it's like a i have like nipple piercings so i was very like certain days i'm like i don't want anything like really touching them i'm like don't uh, yeah. fuck with them and when, the other days i what do they want to tie clamps, shit to them oh like yeah, yeah. And fuck, stuff. that yeah. looks like it hurts so bad and then some days i'd be like it's okay and then other days i'd be like i'm not in the mood you know like we're not going to do that yeah. so it's you know it i don't know it's kind of
0: it's okay. a given. It's a given. It's a take. Yeah. Huh? it changes day to day. I yeah. want to see one of those sheets. You got to let me know because I'm. I was always curious about that. I'm like, I wonder if they're just yeah, like. Yeah, I know. I'll
1: ask my friend who like drugs. They're like, like oh. send me every one of these, like, yeah. So I
0: So that's the that's the thing that we learned about all that shit is that uh, the girls that are getting uh, the most fucked up shit done to them usually are having the most balance in the day. Yeah, that's why. And
1: those companies too, they try to find girls that really are into that stuff. Mm-hmm. They don't want you there if that's not something you're into. You know, right. so those are the girls like they want to be there that's fun you know and and at the time those things are less about the sex and more about like the crazy things like you're getting like tied ty- like i got like mummified once <laughs> what crazy yeah. Wra- like wrapped all the way up yeah like so i mean like i'm not even you can't even see my body they right? leave they- nothing
0: <laughs> open no, no, no. That's-
1: my nose what that's fucked yeah it did was you really- like that actually i really did because it was like um i don't know i like like it felt like you're being hugged yeah yep, <laughs> yeah yeah
0: <laughs> Like for my dog, what are those called? Those like thunder, those anxiety coats, those thunder jackets, yeah, Yeah, like like a
1: weighted blanket kind (laughs) of thing, right? Exactly, it was like that. And so, I was like, All right, and I don't know, they just kind of like, and you know, they're doing like kind of stuff to you, but like, you know, you're not, it's nothing's like directly on you, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, there's like vibrators, like they like did some like electricity kind of stuff, but Mm -hmm. it was just like, it was. I did kind of start panicking a little bit though, just because you don't, you can't really say your safe word, and just because since only my nose was out, I kind of like. And, but that was what made it kind of exciting, too, because on one hand, I was kind of panicking because I was like, oh, my God, like, I can't move. I can't really speak, you know? And then you kind wow. of feel like you're suffocating, like you can't breathe. You're giving you me But you know you can, you know? Yeah. so it's, That's I giving know, me know, so know. much anxiety. I know. That's is- like my nightmare to be like, oh, oh,
0: oh, Like someone's putting something in my ass. I'm like, oh, please.
1: It's <laughs> a really cool. I saw some girl the other day. She's like an artist. She does these, like... There's like these vacuum sealed bags. I've never tried oh, it. Oh, that shit's you insane. Seen that shit's wild, man. She puts man. the flowers. Yes. It's like she like does puts flowers on people and then like sucks them into the bag and it's like a little art piece. But then like, but you're I in
0: get, a fucking vacuum bag. Yeah, that I know. Yeah, that gives me so much anxiety, dude. I don't want to be in a closet by myself for like like I just I if I'm not claustrophobic, but I just don't like the idea of like someone else having control over my confinement you know right, what i mean right, right. like me fine i don't care but like someone else like what's your what was the safe do you have a safe word what was the safe I word i think
1: they i think they i think you just say red i did think did you ever have one that you like, ever
0: used during scenes where you're like my safe word is blank does, does no you,
1: usually they like just they have like at those scenes where you would need one they like they have like uh and they get you on camera before saying like i know what my safe words are i think it's like I think it was like you just say red is like you know I think you can say is this this racist towards redheads is (laughs) that what this is about is that what the fuck this is about I think it was red I can't remember the exact word but the first one's like you say mercy and that's kind of like I don't need to stop the scene but like take down what you're doing a little bit you know kind of mercy. like maybe like maybe they're going too hard on mercy is a pretty
0: heavy word to use yeah this. right that's but like, it
1: sounds sexy too and then if is. you say red though it's like they cut the cameras immediately like what do you need like you know like more colorism more colorism yeah. they don't like
0: red that's what it is people fucking don't like redheads it's throw under really the bus hard being you know there's a whi- no red in a white
1: man with red hair it in is this country by the way I, I it, I is. Mean, it is <laughs> it is
0: is there any redheads in porn? Do you know any of us? No. <laughs>
1: actually, no. I was actually thinking. I was like, I don't think. Doesn't I don't if, exist. I don't know if I've ever. I don't know if I've ever. Never. Even hooked up with a redhead. Redheaded
0: head. girls, maybe yeah different story yeah america loves redheaded women but they don't like redheaded men and i get it most 99 percent of redheaded men are fucking repulsive <laughs> i'm dead serious like uh like uh, most redheaded people that i see you're
1: the rare exception
0: i'm not saying i'm brad pitt but i'm better looking than fucking most redheaded dudes am i am i be honest yeah yes. fucking please i see some redheaded guys i go i'm lucky I'm, <laughs> i just i'm lucky that I didn't turn out that way no there's no redheaded males in porn i've never really checked but every time i've ever seen one i'm like this is never this isn't it's just not a thing.
1: I think you guys a get thing. a bad rap because there's like less redheads like in the world. Yeah, we don't exist. You know, so it's like, you know, you, I mean, think about it, you might meet like one or two and they're like, oh, like those, they're not attractive. So you assume all redheads aren't attractive, but you only really know two. But think about, like, think about on blondes. I mean, for blondes, like there's a million unattractive blondes, but you don't. There's but there's also a lot of, of attractive ones. Right. So you kind of, you know, but I think like redheads, I mean, I only ever know a handful of redheads at any given time. So right. I think you just get like stigmatized. We get stigmatized. Yeah. yeah. It's fucking it's bogus. Let yeah. me tell you something.
0: <laughs> but if they ever do want a redheaded male in porn, um, you let me know because right. <laughs> uh, I could always do a micropenis scene or something like that. How
1: would your wife feel about that?
0: Um, <laughs> I don't know dude we'll have to ask the old bag no I don't you know what's so funny I could never I could never do I'd be so scared to do porn I would be so scared to show my penis on camera because I have such a normal penis mm-hmm. you know what I mean like yeah. it's such a regular <laughs> good old fashioned penis you
1: know sometimes people like that though because they look at it and they're like oh it's like not small, it's like, not big, it's well, like a guy. Like a guy looks at it and they're like, oh, it's like me. Like, this is kind of like, because if they're watching yeah. a scene and the guy is like a 13-inch dick, it's like, well, I could never fuck the girl. Like, it's annoying. fucking her. But when you see it's like a regular-sized dick, you're like, oh, I could I could do that. I do you see know? that. <laughs> Sometimes
0: when I see porn, I go,
1: that my dick look just like that guy's yeah. dick. <laughs> like, it makes me
0: feel good. Yeah. When I see... <laughs> When I see like dog fart or one of these big black dudes who has like, <laughs> I'm like, that's just, this is, this is, this, this, this you know, is your also, tentacle dildo.
1: When they do the, the reason why too, that people don't understand a lot of times why they want the bigger dicks in porn is for angles. So it's uh, like, yeah. usually it's not, you're not, it's not, it's not, you, the they're not the using the whole thing. Right. It's so that they can open up and you can still see it. Sure. Whereas if you have a normal size dick, Mine you got the way up in, in. there. Yeah. yeah, exactly. It goes all the way so in. So it's not like, so I think people, and I always tell guys this all the time, you know, it's it, it, actually, this is a funny thing because girls in porn, especially, and just girls in general, yes, there are girls who are size queens, and there's girls who are like I only like big dicks. But I will say I, I'm in this Facebook group with like twenty thousand women in LA. Right, there's tons of like these are girls who are insta models, super models, like you know people, all that probably all over the world. Like guys want to fuck these chicks. and in this Facebook group, and this girl posts and says, "You know, I've been dating this guy, and like I'm obsessed with him. Like, but like he has a micro penis, and she's like, I'm not like grossed out by it or anything, but I just I don't. How do we have sex? Like, you know, right. kind of like doesn't even have any kind of input on this. And I'm telling you, this thread blew up with girls like the hottest girls in LA, right? Being oh the best sex I ever had was with my ex who had a micropenis like what? I love small dicks and like a lot of my friends in porn like they're all just like oh like you know they're like yeah I do the big dick thing on camera but they're like oh i just like I love a small dick and it's so funny it's like we're so, gonna be okay yeah, guys so guys just letting you know if you're worried about your penis size yeah. then you're probably fucking fine
0: well I don't have a micro penis. <laughs> yeah. I have a regular penis I, okay, have a, okay. I have a fucking yeah 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 I have an accord <laughs> I have a Honda accord okay it's a regular good old fashioned penis <laughs> no, but I, but uh, have you seen a micro penis? That's I always feel like that's a false thing. Like I,
1: I, I think it's a medical I, condition I, I've that happens. Seen really, one that was like about like this big. Hard. This is hard. It never got fully hard, but it was like. So that is a micropenis. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what a micro penis really is, but it was. like. I feel like that would be a micro penis. Like I, I mean, it definitely wasn't doing any penetration. Damn, so. that's yeah. wild. Yeah, I know. I felt bad for the day too, because he was, like, this, like, really tall, like, big guy. And, like, probably looks like girls. Probably look at this guy like, oh, but he has a big dick. <laughs> you know, like, nope.
0: So no, like like I said, I fucking, I'm. I, once you see enough of your friend's guy's dicks, and you're just like, oh, the, oh, I have a cool, normal dick. Like, it right. makes you feel so much better when you're young. You're like, what if I, my, my old bag, fucking, she, I'm, I, I'm not going to, well. She did, she did, she did know a guy once who had a <laughs> micro penis. And she said he was a very nice guy. Well, no, she I mean, never dated. They never dated or anything. They never hooked up. She was like, it kind of came down to like a hookup moment. And she, uh, she bailed politely. She politely <laughs> well, bowed out. I think she was I, like, I'm not ready to yeah. have sex. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, I think it's times a lot of times the guys that if you have a massive dick, you think, oh, I'm blessed. I've di- this I is, did all the work. Uh, yeah. I like, yeah. I already have it. All I got to do is just shove this in a girl and like, it's fine. Whereas like a guy who knows he has a tiny dick. He's yeah. like, I got to make this really good for her. Those are the guys who are going to be really good at going down on girls, yeah. you know, and they're very like generous lovers. And so I think a lot of times girls like don't get that from guys. And so that's why when they like date a guy that has a smaller dick and also it's so much more pleasant to like give oral sex to a guy who has an average or smaller penis. Like, do you really want to like shove a 13 inch dick down your throat? Absolutely. No, not not after what happened to me in high
0: school. No.
1: Oh, (laughs) no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> no, but I get it. Obviously, that makes more sense. So listen up. For average and small size penis men, you're in good shape. Girls want to fuck you. Yes. Just, you know. don't Yeah, sh- there's going to be the
1: rare one chick who's like, no, I need like a foot long or nothing else. Like <laughs> A foot is it's... way too That's an absurd amount of penis. It's insane. I mean, yeah. I can't imagine. I mean, just like I I can imagine for like a one-time hookup. I'm like, imagine dating someone like that. I'd be like exhausted. Like, you know, like it's like, oh. like You've had to have scenes me. with
0: guys who have 13-inch dicks.
1: Oh, I mean, I didn't measure any of them, but there are definitely some big ones. That's absurd. I don't yeah. fuck. Fuck it's, that. Yeah, I'm, sorry. I'm not really fuck into that. it. I'm. Very, I like. I like a. I like a good, just like you know, not small, but if a, I nice au- a, a nice solid, nice dick. Yeah. yeah. If I have to audibly when it's pretty, it, it's even better.
0: If I have to audibly go, get real. When I watch porn, then it's too much. Like sometimes I see it and I go, give me a fucking break. Like this is absurd. This sometimes it looks fake. That I'm like that guy's dick is not real. Yeah. And even if it was bummer because it's weird at some point like at some point like you pull it out and you're like well, that's not even fucking. is that a dick or your arm yeah <laughs> it's unfortunate well guys with small dicks you're in good shape yeah. uh be okay with it um you're on tour right now so if uh we're gonna plug dates uh um in our description below if you want to come see carter on tour uh where are you at uh in february do you know I'm where actually you are chilling right now i'm okay. having like a little time off. i
1: next week i'll be in vegas but this probably won't be yeah it won't be you, you, this will be already um, missed you've already been in vegas yeah so let me like i'll like get back to you I'm yeah like,
0: no it's like, fine so but what I'm but but, but i'll post all that shit but cartercruise.com yeah.
1: yeah cartercruise.com cruisecult.com. cruisecult.com they go to the same place cruise like cruise ship carter with a c like Jimmy Carter the president I don't know Fa- Wayne, her favorite Carter. your
0: favorite president Jimmy yeah. Carter <laughs> yeah, I know, right? I <laughs> like,
1: everyone's like oh do you like love Jimmy Carter I'm like no just like just easy to the remember. only two Carters I know are Jimmy Carter and Carter the Carter Little Wayne like that's like that's, <laughs> so I say one of the two <laughs> yeah it makes
0: sense to me Carter ca- Carter I always assume
1: it's like with a K or something because they're
0: like well because porn always does like yeah, manipulate right? the names like, yeah, no, no, yeah. That's, no. that is true they do like uh, my buddy's friends a Kaden Cross and that's KK yeah. oh that's, I love her she's an amazing woman she is yeah she's very Cool, but he's but I, every time I think about that, it's like, yeah, it's just for the alliteration. That's the only reason that it was crossed with a K. Yeah. Um, so go to Carter Cruz.com. Um, we'll link all that stuff in the description below. All my music's on there, live. my mixes, cruise, all her shit cruise is dope. If if you like good music, you will enjoy her. Shit. Uh, I enjoyed you. Thank you for coming by. This Thank was amazing. You. So, here's what you like to do I like to end the episode with you looking directly into camera and saying one word or one phrase, not like a long sentence, just one word, one phrase. You can think about it when I'm off camera, you say it right into camera, okay
1: one word or one phrase yep and the episode with one word or one phrase oh my god like like of anything mm-hmm.
0: anything you want this is your sign off
1: uh motherfucker <laughs> in here we pour whisk 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 creature in the ginger beard
0: sturdy and ginger like
1: that. the ginger gene is a curse gingers are beautiful you only five dollars for the whiskey and 75 dollars for the horse gingers are hell no this whiskey is excellent